Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Right here on Ganatos Radio. Uh, we are streaming live on Manya in the Greater Accra region. And I have the hope that things uh, we are live on our website at www.ganatosradio.com. As we are and also on our social media and YouTube at Ganatos Radio. Uh, today being Thursday, we have this the sports segment. Right here on the cubicle. Uh, today we discuss the sporting events, the news, and all the transfer rumors uh, from over the weekend, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and today. When the things go harder, stronger than and today is no no different because we have some some serious uh, sports issues or sports news that we have to discuss right here on the show. Over the course of the week, Manchester United they are still flying so high. Marcos Rashford is going 10 in 10. Manchester United beat uh, Forest by 3 goals to nil. Yesterday, Carabao first left semi final. Uh, a step close to a final. 
another step closer to a trophy, maybe their first since 2017. On Tuesday, too, Newcastle beat Southampton by one goal to nil in the same tournament, we are the Carabao Cup semi final. That means that Newcastle and Manchester United may just be facing each other in the final. That is after they win their second leg matches respectively. Chelsea FC is still doing some serious signings, bro. Uh, they still want to get some serious players in their squad. Uh, before the transfer window closes, they are still chasing Enzo Fernandez. Few more folders across the Premier League. Mind you, Chelsea has, has already bought as much as six players. Big spenders, including Felix and Mudrik. Who did last minute at the last minute snatch from Arsenal? So Bully is saying that he doesn't hear, he doesn't, he doesn't understand. You know they hear at all. So it's only spending and spending and spending. The question is that will these spendings, will these new signings help Chelsea or help change Chelsea's season? What is the long-term plan or what's the long-term aim that this club has? Uh, what would this what would be the impact of this signing? This and more. From there, we move to the Syria A, where Napoli is on cloud nine. They are cruising, they have 50 points already. The Syria A, Inter Milan is losing points, AC Milan is losing points, Juventus have been pushed down to the middle of the table. Does this mean that after a long time, Napoli are going to finally win a Scudetto? Or will you say these are early days? And then on the local front, we have the Black Galaxies coming up against Niger at the Chan tournament. Mind you, the Black Glasses were able to qualify from their group at Chan. In the second stage of the tournament, they come face to face with Niger. And the team has been off and on. People have trust, some don't have trust. What at all can they achieve in this particular tournament? Uh, we preview the, the Chan or the, the Niger game. And then we try to highlight or get into deep insight with what they can achieve as a group in this particular tournament. Uh, so we have a lot of stories, a lot of discussion to be done. Very soon I introduce my guest for the show and then we'll get right into this. Before then, uh, let's take a short break and then we'll come back and then continue. Mind you, you are still live on the Cable Call Live on Ghana Talks Radio. And we are live on YouTube and on Facebook at Ghana Talks Radio. So stick and stay with us. Let's go back from this break and let's continue our discussion. The matters of love are the matters of the heart. Is that true? Why do we separate between emotions and the most daring of issues surrounding love, relationships and family lives. We speak on the topic most people like to keep to themselves. 
with our brilliant panelists, we open the discussions into your love life. So join us just and every Thursday at 8 p.m. live on Ghana Talks Radio. Be a part of the conversation, enjoy the excitement, and let's find the answers together. What up, GH? What's going on? We come your way with the latest, just the latest fella, and yes, are you looking for the latest news about your favorite celebrity? Who married who and who cheated on who? Here, we'll discuss everything and everything with fun, joy, and comedy. Join myself on Himalayan DJ coverage and master of comedy, Alaj Zongo, on Wednesday at exactly 8 p.m. live on Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. Every occasion demands the company of good music that fits the purpose. At GTR Sounds, we understand your need to create just the right atmosphere for your wedding or engagement, party, funeral, crusade, political campaign or rally, or just any other event, as well as executive and corporate functions. With our modern and high-quality spinning machines, mixers, microphones, and power amplifiers, plenary speakers, and subs, we offer the highest of sound quality and music play at events and functions. At GTR Sounds, we have a team of seasoned and highly experienced sound engineers who understand just the right choice of music for your event. Locate our studios at Aponchi Hotel in Anya or call our numbers 054-8522-897 or 027-3363-973. You can also reach via our email sounds at ghanatalksradio.com. At GTR Sounds, we take care of your event. Ghana Talks Radio, I will UK a British memo and a few mangana muha at the sound system, which is spinning machine papa pa, every a man and never be good among Ghana muha. It is a year, we engagement, we wedding, we birthday party, political parties are more rally, some way are sorry, a more crusade. So we'll book carnival or any kind of event. Now we'll pay spinning machine, papa pa, a boy sound in the moon at the dia. And you may come for GTR sounds at the amount. Your live band and so I will turn sa at the friend. Yeah, you beat me about the boy. I'm a Ujime dia Woody and so at me. I come up. You were in kind Pupuni Mantemo, Anya, a Ponchi Hotel, a Hope Pepe, and a Yibutu, Odiana said, Obe Fre and Penny Four, it was zero five four six nine six zero five one zero. GTR sounds, a more de Angaza.
so welcome right back to the cubicle we have the sports review segment and as i said a whole lot of uh discussion coming your way in the world of sports or from the world of sports but before that i want us to look at this particular uh some of the new the fixtures and the results over the weekend and over during the week Charlie, especially in the syria are a whole lot of uh one wonderful things that have been one wonderful a lot, a lot of uh wonderful and amazing things are happening there napoli like i said before the break napoli is running on sky 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 23 like they are up there they are up there but what are some of the results that we had lately on tuesday you had lazio beating AC milan by four goals to nil AC milan were last were champions last year AC milan were champions last year imagine they are chasing napoli to this particular school to this season and they were beaten by lazio by four goals to nil i take a look at the table if you look at the, the Serie A table it's, it gets interesting day by day remember napoli now play in the maradona stadium maradona just died almost less than a year ago just last year since maradona won the scudetto for napoli i don't think they've won it since maradona's time imagine I don't think Argentina won the, the, the World Cup since Maradona. And the year Maradona is passing, has passed, that's the year Napoli is winning it and Argentina is winning the, the, the World Cup, has won the World Cup. So let's see, what, let's see what happens with Napoli, whether Napoli can win the Scudetto. But let's look at the table once more. If you look at the, the Serie A table, what it says is that Napoli, they've played 19 and they have 50 points. They have 50 points. And then Ismail, followed by Ismail, who have 38. And this is 12 12 points gap between Napoli and then AC Milan. 12 points. 12 points. Then they followed by Inter Milan, who are also losing. They are also losing a whole lot of what? A whole lot of matches. They are at 37 points. Uh, and then Roma has 37. That means that Roma and Inter Milan have the same points. And no, Roma at Roma is still is currently being led by Jose Mourinho. The special one who is trying to do some wonders and flow quickly by or closely by Atlanta who have 35 points and then from seven going you have 28 20 but Juventus are now 10 for 23 points because we deducted what 15 points for what transfer breaches a whole lot of issues happening there but in England it's all, all about like the Carabao Cup and I want to welcome Lim Joe uh, who has been my regular mm -hmm. guest here uh, Lim welcome today to, the, to, to today's show Lim Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, I like to apologize to the listeners that uh, I, I let me say I am late. Oh, don't worry, sir. Don't worry. I appreciate that. Joining the show. Yeah, yeah, but it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good to have you on board. I know we have a lot to talk about, bro. Uh, yes. I, I hope everything is cool. Yeah, everything is good. Everything is good. Vim, 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 vim. So, uh, let, let, mm -hmm. oh, so uh, mm -hmm. I mean. Um, I, I will start with, uh, Let's start with the chant. The chant, oh man, the black galaxies. So the first, their first match against Madagascar, they were beaten like quarter quarter. They were beaten by the three goes to one. Uh, we know that the mm -hmm. Mor Morocco forfeited their matches, so we awarded a three points. But the black galaxies came through and they beat Sudan by three goals to one. A no yeah. lot of people were like didn't have any confidence in the team, but they showed that they can fight back and they can win. That now they face yeah. uh, Niger in the second round. Briefly, briefly, what do you make of the tournament they are having so far, and what do you think they can achieve? The tournament so far they played two games, lost one, drawn one, eh, lost one, won one. Uh, so I can't really 
say that they are they are uh, being responsible or anything of the sort or they are top form. But um, there's one thing. I think judging from the game against Sudan, I didn't watch that game. But judging from the result, that means that they knew that something was at stake and then they had to go for it. Because I believe specifically Sudan would have been a better or greater opponent even than Madagascar. So I think the, we expected or Sudan was expected to beat us in that regard. Mm. But uh, we rather thought uh, Sudan of God and then we beat them 3-1 yeah. and even had um, a good chance Mm-hmm. in qualifying for the quarterfinals of which we have done. Mm. Uh, Morocco, Morocco forfeiting due to all their... Their politics. Yeah, their political. It seems to have served as well because Morocco would have... Or Morocco was like the favorite to actually win the group or the, uh, in the tournament, but yeah, their yeah. political differences with uh, Algeria... I thought I gifted everybody three points in the group. So let's just say that that has played in our favor. Uh, than <coughs> Sorry. It's, it's played in our favor than the, the others. You know, one so, question... Mm-hmm. One question that we, like, we, people, we I think we can ask is that a lot of uh, Ghanaian football followers, Ghanaian football lovers, have no, not really given this team a chance. Meanwhile... These are the best players in our local league that we've assembled together to play in the at the Chan tournament. We haven't qualified for a long time, and this team qualified with their coach, coach, and our worker, right? Yeah. yeah. If you look at the Niger game, I don't think Niger is a team, is a, is a nation that can sky Ghana in any way when it comes to football. Why is well, it that man, people don't give this team a chance? It's. Uh, well, we, <laughs> I don't think people don't give the team a chance. Or maybe it is, it is how our essays and other sports uh, people treat our national teams. Looking from the Black Stars, we always think that Black Stars have a chance until we see them on the pitch and how they play. We notice that, no, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. wrong somewhere. Yeah. So it is similar, it is, I think it's a similar uh, fashion as in People look at the champ team, they look at some players, maybe Banyan, Blackrawaku, they look at all those players and be like, okay, no, we have a chance. These players are good. Only for them, to, only to see them on the pitch and the way they play and then you notice that, no, there's actually a problem somewhere. So there's, there's always kind of like some underlying factor which you can't really, um, yeah, yeah, you can't really just and single it out and say that yeah, this is the major reason that is why people don't. Because I, I I I can say that the FA is part to blame because they they uh, in terms of preparation and all that yeah. they don't help that much. Uh, even then, I, I there were rumors or there were news from the camp that some of the play the players haven't been paid their qualifying bonuses and then uh, their money even during the tournament. So there were some kind of rifts in the squad. I wouldn't be surprised because the FA have shown time and time again that it is uh, black stars that they are most concerned about. And apart from black stars, it is not uh, any other um, any other team that they should be looking at. Okay. So that FA, even from uh, Iran Techi's time, mm. 
That is one. But Niger, mm-hmm. Niger beat Cameroon. Okay. And they beat Cameroon by a long game. Mm. And they were able to hold off Cameroon's um, attack. Yeah, attack. Because Cameroon kept attacking and then they were able not to concede. Mm. So you can't really tell, you know, it's football. Football one time, Charlie, having a bad day, the other mm. time is, is another good day. So this game on Saturday against Niger is a 50 50 chance. But, <coughs> sorry. Mm. but I believe. Coach Anoka and his assistant, uh, Prosper Ogin, mm. will be able to uh, find the, yeah, they'll be able to find the technical ways to be able to overcome mm. the, the the players from Niger and okay. then probably qualify to the semifinals. Do you, so do that's that's what I believe. I believe that the, the coach mm. they look at it, they've seen a mistake from the first game and they are ready to correct it so that they move forward. Mm. Uh, so far, okay. So far, the the host nation Algeria has have been playing like some good football. They've won all their matches in the group stages. They've qualified mm-hmm. obviously to the second stage. Looking at the, the the fact that Morocco is not part of the tournament again, Ghana obviously our country. We want them to win. Do you think that what are the chances between Ghana and what do, do you think? What chance do you think the Algerian national team also has in trying to win this particular tournament? Uh, first of all, let me even take it from the league. Okay. The league itself, you, you always know that the Algerian league mm. is miles ahead of the Ghanaian league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Algerian is miles ahead of the Ghanaian league. So to take best players from your league itself mm. and then go for a tournament, I think it's Yeah, hello? Uh, uh, so that's, uh, so, hello, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, okay, continue. Uh, <laughs> so just uh, picking the best players from one league mm-hmm. and then facing them off with other players from like the other league, mm-hmm. it, it seems you would actually know that okay, the Algerians have like a way bigger chance because they have like proper quality mm-hmm. in their league. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if I had to compare them to the Ghanaian players or the Ghanaian league, mm-hmm. I mean. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like um, it's not fair. It's not fair. at the same time, at the same tournament. So yeah. I mean, anything could happen. Uh, but we would always be looking forward to the Black Galaxies mm. from a Ghana perspective. We would always be looking forward to them mm. uh, having to do all the work probably. Mm. Sometimes it is not the best players that will need the tournament, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it is more. It is more who wants it more. Mm. Uh, just let's just take you one minute. Uh, and move to the Black Star. We heard the rumors and news that reports that Chris Hutton is favored for the position after the the process they've gone through, the coaches go, have gone through. Uh, even okay. uh, even some John Ningo Prampam MP actually made a, made a statement that yeah, the team the FA has already chosen Chris Hutton. Do you think that that would be a good call from the FA? Um. I think it's, it's, it's not so out of place. The shooting has a good pedigree uh, when it comes to coaching. Mm. Okay. So, uh, in, in, that, in that regard, mm. in that regard, mm. it, is not, it is not out of, out place, of place to actually uh, choose shooting to lead the Black Stars mm. uh, to, to glory. Okay. It is really not out of place. 
But I was looking at somebody like Harvey Renard just because he has the pedigree yeah, 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 of uh, like playing in Africa, the African yeah, yeah. teams and all that. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. he looks like he's a very disciplined coach. Yeah. And he seems to think through a very good okay. uh, drill. Okay. Uh, very evident of recent Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They are, the way they played, even just, if they are just to talk about. Yeah, if they are neutral. They yeah. Are, yeah, that game against Argentina. Mm. That game was it was a good game. They were able to succumb to pressures mm. and eventually win that game. Yeah. And it was a game that nobody actually expected them to win. To win. Mm, 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 yes. Mm. I, I think even if you had asked Saudi Arabia, a lot of them would, would have been expecting to mm. uh, to lose to Argentina. But yeah, well. maybe the the whole the whole question have been by, by how many games. Okay. Because, yeah, okay. a lot of the times, they just go to the World Cup just to show that they, they are representing Asia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you come back without a win a lot of the times. But this time around, having Renard actually show that, okay, there was, they, they could do something. And mm-hmm. even in the other games that they didn't win, mm-hmm. when you watch the quality of play, you could mm-hmm. actually tell that there, there was something. There was mm. something about them that mm. um, you could that, tell that it just needed quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. the coach had actually taken them through proper drills, mm, mm, so mm. it was just um, the, the, the lack of, of the play. Yeah, the lack of the play. Yes, that had to be there for 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 a lot of their plans to be properly executed. So for so you, mm-hmm. I, I, so for me, I would have. Mm. Thought maybe having Renard will be a better choice. Okay. Uh, but then from that from that statement that statement from uh, Sam George. Uh, Sam George. Yeah. He actually mentioned that the effing wants somebody they can manipulate. Which <laughs> I think that has always I think it has always been a talk. It has always been a talk that they always want somebody they can manipulate. manipulate. But, but from my point of view, to manipulate um, Chris Hutton. Uh, Chris Hutton. Mm. I felt it. In some way, mm. but then again, I don't think it will be too. Fast. I don't think it will be too far off Fetch, because yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, because you're part of the recent administration that went to the World Cup and did the poor thing. You get so. I mean, it, it might not be too far off. Maybe he's gotten acquainted with a lot of the officials and all that. The mm. officials know their way around. Maybe that might be the case. I wouldn't say some judges uh, right. is totally wrong, but mm. I mean. It's a small of an allegation than uh, factual, yeah, and yeah. a lot of us we actually level that such, uh, such allegations as well. And I mean, Christian um, Christian is also about the coach, especially for the black stars. Uh, I think like, yeah, for the for the black stars. So yeah. I think if we actually announce as mm-hmm. the name coach, mm. uh, it's, it's not so out of place. Okay, I think for us, for Ghanaians, we know that whoever is named the coach of the Blast, I will demand will demand the highest of commitment to the team I, I, and to I the country. Should. Yeah, I should. that one will demand that. So the GFA, whatever you are doing, make sure you give us someone that will know that we can work with. Let's take a break here, Liam. When we come back, Charlie, we are looking at the Manchester United. What is happening there, bro? They are like unstoppable. I know I not beat them last week or on Sunday, but. Marcus Rashford and the Ten Hag, his team is just super powerful right now. What's up, people? I go by the name Cointa Crack. Oh, yeah. I'm with the level. 
today and I listen to Tommy Queen Takra every Friday on Ghana Talks Radio 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Some money with the doubt. I got another segment for you guys. Now listen, it's all about the up and coming round table. You be rapper, you sing, or you feel say you get talent, you get songs. No, listen, send your song and picture via round table at Ghana Talks Radio.com or just WhatsApp us on 020-254-4614. Up and coming artist round table. Now, now listen, every week, Biani we go select 10 best artists. Our judges good day studio. Best one, but we never forget the fans and all on all social media and when I was streeting and so on. Then go vote. New baby can you go invite them for studio and I'll be get surprised for the artists. What you see So last Friday of every month, we go invite the first week, second week, third week in your day. Can you know? do my best studio and you get so many prizes for the soldiers. So up and coming round table. If you be artist, Charlie, just put a song there. You go blow them. One and you call me. Yeah, so welcome right back to the sports review segment of the cubicle live on Ghana Talk Street. I'm still here with Lim Ju. He's giving me insights onto the sporting news and events throughout the week so far. Uh, we've just discussed the Black Stars job, uh, whether Coach, uh, Chris Hilton will be confirmed or not. We've also discussed the chances of the Chan team, the Black Galaxies, at Algeria as they face Niger. Now we are focusing on Manchester United, Carabao Cup. They beat Nottingham Forest yesterday uh, by three goals to nil. That's the first leg. They are obviously going to play the second leg. Meanwhile, Newcastle also beat Southampton by a long goal to nil on Tuesday. Also, obviously, winning their first leg, they are going to face the team against Southampton on the second in the second leg. But this means that with just even one goal or even a draw at Ultra for Man you'll be going to play a final, and this will be the first final. Should they qualify under Take Hag? Charlie Ten Hag has been here for less than six months or so, but he's already doing something wonderful. Marcus Rashford is, has scored ten goals in ten matches. Uh, super, super, super stars for the season. Lame you just on the face of it, what do you have to say about Ten Hag's Manchester United before even go zone into the match that they played yesterday and what it means to us, uh, the next leg in the final, possibly? Ten Hag's Manchester United, I'll say this is a squad that understands what a manager wants. The manager is demanding the right thing and the players are looking to always deliver what the manager is asking for. Because I think after the World Cup, the manager actually said that he was expecting Rashford to score 20 league goals. And Rashford has scored in every... He has scored in... Apart from one game, he's scored in every other game after the World Cup. He's, he's in like red hot form. And I think... The World Cup did him good because he's showing that the World Cup was also very good. I think uh, he had the right mentality. So he sort of transformed and brought that mentality back to club football, Ultra Ford. And he's, uh, he's actually doing what he, sh- he should be doing. Because when that shot burst onto the scene, when he was 18, 19, he was doing really good things. And at the point, he started making bad decisions, like in terms of uh, football, uh, like on the pitch. 
Yeah, he could dribble, not fast, and all that. But now he's getting a lot of things right. And I think he's gaining with confidence. So I think the only way is up for him at the moment. Uh, would you say that uh, my uh, Rashford's... I'll get, we'll get to my use but would you say that Rashford's uh, form has been overly hyped con- considering what Saka is also doing at Arsenal? Because it looks like Saka, Saka is just down there. No one's talking about Saka. But any one goal that must go draft Marcus Rashford scores is all over the place, bro. Uh, say, say that again. Uh, so I'm saying that we do think that um, Brashford's form has been overly high because if you look at what Saka is doing, he's doing more, possibly more than what Rashford is doing at Manchester United. Why is there no one talking about Saka? So why are we always talking about Rashford? Well, for one, uh, Manchester United is a bigger problem as knowledge. Yeah, I can't say that, bro. So, so that, that, that is one because, I mean, as you that. Uh, I'll tell Thierry Henry, uh-huh. as, as great as he was, uh-huh. he really do not care a lot of this. Like, he's here, he's as not all-time leading scorer and all that. Mm-hmm. He's here. One of the best players of the Premier League. In the same, in the same magnitude as Cristiano Ronaldo's first season, uh, no, uh, his first stint as Manchester United, yeah. from, 20, from uh, 2004 to 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, don't hear, we don't hear it in that light, but I mean, the excellence of Thierry Henry was so great. It's mm. because it's Manchester United. Okay. You, you get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Manchester United is a big club, so everybody or a lot of people are expecting great players to do great things. So mm-hmm. when they are actually living up to certain expectations, mm-hmm. that's, that's, the, that's the top. That's the standard. It's, 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 yes, yeah. that's the standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Saka, not... is a, mm-hmm. Saka is a very good player. Mm-hmm. Saka is... He's only 21. Mm. Or 20. 20, 21. Yeah. So that means that his he's feeling is really high. Mm. Rashford, around 21, he was doing okay. Mm. But he was a regular player. Would you say that, uh, if you can hear me, Limju, do we still have yeah, you? I think more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was doing very well. But at the point where Saka, as to what Saka is right now, Rashford mm. wasn't like a main that man. Explosive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's look Saka at the character. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a main man. Okay, if you say you want a style of play. Mm. Can you hear me? I know you, Lim, Lim, you do still have you on the line. Lim. So it looks like we are having a, uh, some bit of trouble with connecting with Lim. Uh, I don't know whether we can get him back. We are still, we are still discussing the Manchester United and Marco Rash form, uh, blistering form that they are on. They are currently one, one match away from playing in the first final of the Ten Hag's era. Uh, they are going, that's in the Carabao Cup. They, even though they lost uh, to, to, what do you call, to Arsenal on Sunday, they are currently third on the league and they are doing one day. This is a team that what has quickly changed. When in just in the short span, bro, when, uh, what's his name, uh, Oligon Associate was there, the way Manchester United was disrespected by almost every club in the world. These days, you can't say that. Even after the great Ronaldo left the team in such circumstances, they are still, what, they have come back after the World Cup and they are, what, growing stronger and stronger. Most other players, almost every player is on his A game. Uh, Lim, do we have you back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I want, I want. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, we lost you. I wanted you to now look at 
the Carabao Cup and the match that they played yesterday, beating us. We know Forest is not so it's not a big team, it's not a team that can compare to Man U in terms of their form and then uh, what the chances to qualify to the final. But it was a game, it was a semi-final nonetheless. They won that game convincingly. They had a second game to play at Old Trafford, which they expected to win. That would be a that would be okay. a big step for them if they make it to the final under Ten Hag in this short time. What do you have to say about that? Uh, yeah, well, the win was expected. I was expected that they beat um, Nottingham Forest. Um, so I didn't really say that it's, this is like an extraordinary performance or anything or anything of that sort. But um, I think the focus has been on Rashford still scoring because I mean to continue scoring in such a manner, it's um, it's difficult. I mean, so I mean as a professional player. To be scoring in such manner is, is something that is laudable, and I, I think Rashford, Rashford is doing like the right things at the at the moment. So, yeah, um, for United meeting Northampton, I don't think um, it's a surprise. I think if it were the other way around, as far as between Man United, that would have been a top. But what we're saying is that this this team hardly had any proper run of matches last season. Now they're in the final. Do you think that uh, they are where they're supposed to be now? Because everyone seems to look at oh, Manchester United is back. They're third in the league. If they, if they had a little one against Arsenal or at least drew against Arsenal on Sunday, they would have been proper proper in the conversation for the league title. Uh, so, I yeah, I think Manchester is where they have to be at the moment mm. because one, um, the team that Ten Hag inherited wasn't a terrible team. Mm. They were just badly coached. Mm. Okay. So it needed proper coaching. That's what it means. It needs proper coaching for them to change their mindset. If you look at the uh, the squad before, the squad that Oligan Associate uh, finished second with. He only did addition. He didn't sell any of his key players to his campaign that he finished second. You, you, you get it. So, in adding Cristiano Ronaldo to that squad, you would expect that uh, you you play better. You expect that yeah, you achieve more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, it was really disappointing that they were around six, six and mm-hmm. that's where they, and they ended up finishing seven. Okay. Oh no, six or seven. That's where they they ended up. So that one we could actually say that was was coaching, was poor coaching. Mm, okay. But um, yeah. So I think that was a problem. What do you call um, it? Man? Yeah. So for United, I think they are where they need to be mm-hmm. at the moment, and it's it's fine. It's it's. It's, so good, it's, 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 it's good. It's good to it's good. It's good to have a big club like that coming back to their good, their good old uh, position or form or place. But another team that has been a big club before Newcastle United are also on a very good run. They probably have the one of the best defense yet in the Premier League, conceding so less, yeah. uh, very few goals. I think eleven goals so far. What? Yeah. yeah. And they are also they also just won. They also beat Southampton in the semi final. They can also be playing a final very soon. What do you make of that? The, the, the Newcastle team so far. Lincoln team, they they are the overachieving team. Okay. Because uh, I mean, when they got the new owners, we were expecting that yeah they would climb up the Premier League ladder, but not this quick. Mm. And I could actually say that 
this um, the the improvement mm. is not is not about the money invested in the squad yes. at the moment because since since the takeover they've been able to buy I think four players mm. of which Kerenkripe has one yeah. and then uh, Isak is. So it's not like they've gone for one class players mm. and then that's because it's changing the fortune. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. gone for like they've gone for good players that would understand certain things and then they went for a very good coach who also understands how to and has the yeah, Eddie Howe and he's mm. he's doing an amazing thing. So their 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 rise at the moment is largely on Eddie Howe than than the new owners because yeah, I don't yeah. think the new owners are visiting like began with any project at the moment, they are rather taking it slowly, but maybe yeah. they are mm. sort of um, giving them something to think about as in if they, they should actually increase the pace mm. at which they are building. Okay, that's wonderful. Uh, let's take a break. Shot. I was just, I just, I just, I just ask myself whether, uh, you know, there was this match that Blasters played against Libya, uh, I think, in is it for qualifiers for the World Cup or African Cup, where the Libyan team were promised. Cars, is this some nice Bugattis be if they beat the Black Stars? Just like the Saturday betting were rewarded with some nice uh, packages after they beat uh, Argentina and the Qatar Walker. So I was thinking maybe these Newcastle players have been promised some bumper harvest if they're able to. Because you, <laughs> you look, I uh, look at the squad; they are not like super, super big world class players there. But what they are achieving is so tremendous, it's so, it's so amazing, yeah. it's so amazing. Yeah. Let's take a break at this at this juncture. When we come back, uh, we've been discussing the Carabao Cup between the Carabao Cup and Manchester United chances of winning the trophy since 2017. But when we come back, we're looking at Chelsea. Charlie, these guys are spending. Todd Bowley is saying, "I want to buy everybody in the market. No one is challenging him. They have they have, they have six players in so far. They want to get more. They want to get Enzo. They want to get who and who." Will the changes or will the signings impact anything in Chelsea FC? This will discuss with Lim when we come back from this this break. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. What up, GH? What's going on? We come your way with the latest, the latest filler, and yes, are you looking for the latest news about your favorite celebrities? Who married who and who cheated on who? Here we discuss everything and everything with fun, joy, and comedy. Join myself on Himalayan DJ coverage and master of comedy Alaji Zongo on Wednesday at exactly 8 p.m. live on Ghana Talks Radio. The matters of love are the matters of the heart. Is that so? Why do we separate between emotions and reason? Other don't say. We pick the most daring of issues surrounding love, relationships, and family lives. We speak on the topic most people like to keep to themselves. With our video analyst, we open the discussions into your love life. So join us this and every Thursday at 8 p.m. live on Ghana Talks Radio. Be a part of the conversation. Enjoy the excitement and let's find the answers together. Cousin Legendary, your one and only host for Nigerian Davu. Afalai make you join me every Wednesdays and Saturdays from 12 to 1.30 p.m. As I go to summary with the latest news and gist directly from Obodo, Nigeria. No forget to still catch up on all our previous episodes of Nigerian Davu on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Facebook Podcast, and via our website www.ganatalkradio.com or make you Google carriers for your pocket by downloading our Ghana Talks Radio app via Android Google Play and iOS App Store. Make you feel the 
enjoy our other Sengemenge shows. Follow us on our social media platforms at Ghana Talks Radio for other interesting stories with the draw from Optomot. No talks here, no tell you. Omo Yami, Oya Jima soon. What's up, people? I go by the name Coin Takra. Coin, oh, yeah. And what's the level? Bang, now listen. Time it's Coin Takra every Friday on Ghana Talks Radio, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Some more money with the doubt. I got another segment for you guys. Now listen, it's all about the up and coming round table. You be rapper, you the sing, or you feel say you get talent, you get songs. Now listen, send your song and picture via round table at ghanatalksradio.com or just WhatsApp us. 020-254-4614 Up and coming artist round table Nana listen Every week Biani we go select 10 best artists Our judges go day studio best one But we never forget the fans and all on all social media and one our street and so no then go vote we go invite them for studio and we get surprises for the artists what you see so last Friday of every month we go invite the first week second with Ted, we can your Kangano near the Oma Bastidio, and you get so many prizes for the soldiers. So, up and coming round table. If you be artist, Charlie, just put a song there, you go blow them. One and you call me, be a mommy at that. Wadding, Jajai. Feeling airy here, right here on the cubicle. We have the sports review segment, and we are discussing uh, some of the interesting sports in events, including Manchester United's form, Marcus Rashford's goal scoring streak, uh, 10 in 10. Now, we are facing, we're looking deeply in the signings of Chelsea FC. Uh, they've signed everybody except you know Messi. Uh, Lim Ju, Tony is saying that he wants to keep signing, can he? he hasn't signed everybody since he came in. What do you think is the plan? What are they pursuing right now at Chelsea in terms of their signings? This is the problem you face when you, as an owner, you have no idea about the industry that you are getting into, but you still want to be seriously involved rather than getting experts to do it for you and you sit back and watch so that you can understand better. That is what is actually happening. Because when Kodboli actually came in, when he took over Chelsea, one of the first things he did was to start with a check and the other people that were all... He, that's, that's, so one of the first things he did was to start those two people, which even made Thomas Tuchel's job more difficult. Yeah, yeah. So it made his job more difficult. I think about four, four games into the season, he wasn't uh, delivering as Thomas Tuchel will. And I, I'm more, like, yeah, I've said so many times, his, um, Thomas Tuchel's start wasn't based on performance. It was based on the direction of the club, or yeah. they, he just didn't share the same ideas with the owner. Mm-hmm. So then the owner decided to let him go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if as an owner you don't have time, or if you don't take your time to actually watch the people that understand it, so that they help you also understand where you are, 
you would cause a lot of problems for yourself. And that is that is where Chelsea seems to find themselves at, at the moment. But so right mm-hmm. now, it seems like they are finding a whole lot of players to try and uh, find a remedy to their problems. Maybe it will help because they also have a long list of players on easy, including Ingolo Kante, who has been very instrumental for them. It looks like this. Maybe, Chelsea, mm-hmm, it, it looks like this Chelsea oh, squad yeah. mm-hmm, is not bereft of talent or quality. Like so, for me, even though the players that are coming in, Mudrik, uh, Felix, and a whole of the recent and another another defender, these are top quality. These are top quality youngsters who are coming into the team. But quite apart from the injury list that they have, Chelsea has a very decent squad. Why so, does why do you think they still have to go in to, to bring new people? They, because I, I think that is what the owner is thinking. The owner is thinking that okay, maybe one we'll buy new people it will solve the problems because the new players come with new energy, new perspective. So they will try and um, <coughs> they will try and solve a lot of their problems that they are going through. Maybe maybe it will maybe it will work. Maybe it will give. Um, Jan Potter, like, uh, of course, I think they and then they understand what you want, and then probably they climb up the, the log. There's another At question. The moment, mm-hmm. I, I, I saw, I saw Mudrik play some few minutes against uh, Liverpool, yeah, and I think he looks promising, mm. but I mean, that's just some few minutes, yeah, and yeah. I mean, yeah, he can do something, maybe. Yeah. So I'm basing this on probably like the few minutes that I saw music. But if he's confident enough, he will be able to cause, he'll be able to cause uh, everything in the whole Chelsea squad and probably they'll start playing better. Maybe that will happen because it happened for Man United when they signed uh, Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes single-handedly changed the sort of mindset. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The squad, the squad. Only, you know, a winning game. Yeah. What? So maybe the signing of Mudrik would also do something for them. But then they've actually signed, I think, about four or five players mm. in this uh, winter window alone. Yeah. As now, I've also signed lots of players at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, as, uh, and as now, as now they, are, they are in a position to actually like, strengthen their squad. Okay. Because well, they're very high. So, mm. I mean, the best time to actually like, strengthen your squad is when you're doing well. What do you think? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you think will be the? Because I'm just thinking about this thing and see that the amount of money that Tottenham is, is currently spending on players across the world, bringing them to his club, Chelsea FC. A lot of teams are not spending that money. It looks like even I read something about the whole of Germany. If you add the transfer market, the, the Germany, this Germany, Spain, Italy combined. The Premier League is yeah. going far, far high ahead of them, especially just from Chelsea alone, right? Yeah. What, how, what, how does it affect the other teams in the in the league and also maybe other leagues around across Europe? I think it doesn't affect. I think the way of spending doesn't really affect the other teams in the league. Okay. Already, the Premier League seems uh, the Premier League is the highest spenders in every transfer window. Every. Oh. Okay. I haven't seen any chance of window where the Premier League has understood than uh, other leagues, the CDR or La Liga. Mm. They are always overspending, mm. and uh, it seems it seems as if when teams in England go for a player, 
the the price the the price is balloons uh, yeah the price is bloated so sometimes that also for that like also accounts for it but then again to a lot of the clubs in England in terms of uh, in terms of finances are mm. are in better positions than mm. even let's say the mid club mm. or even the the Europa League spot of SCVR. Okay. The teams in the Europa League spot. Because mm. as as good as maybe a team like Roma is, yeah. in in England, mm. probably in terms of finances and all that, mm. they are they are probably at par or even below Crystal It's in England uh, trying to escape relegation. Yeah. So that's that's how it seems. The teams in England um, they are big spenders. So mm. that's what counts with the league. Okay, let's hope that uh, Torboli gave what he wants. I know a lot of Chelsea fans that they are easily excited on Twitter these days. Any small player they see, Chelsea fans will always tag Torboli to go and buy him. And most often than not, he goes to buy that particular player. So let's see how it pans all out for the Chelsea squad and their fans. But quickly, before we wrap up today's discussion, Napoli is flying high, bro. It's Milan is dropping points, Inter Milan dropping points, Juventus has been. Uh, have had 15 points deducted from their from their their, their points this season. They are back to 10th. Do you think is the right? Is this time is perfect for Napoli to win the Scudetto? Uh, at this point, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect time for uh, Napoli. Uh, I, I don't think Napoli will uh, throw away the is it 12 points. Yeah, yeah 12 points between D and then AC Milan. Yeah. yeah, and Milan. I don't think they'll throw it away. It's similar to Arsenal. I don't think Arsenal will finish without the the league, uh, the league title. I think Arsenal will actually outright win the league title. Yeah, that's 19 so games, have, half of the season. We have still have another half to go. Yes, it's true. That is true. But I mean, if you watch the way Arsenal have played against in the last two games against Tottenham and against Man United, this the way they played tells you that they absolutely mean it and they know that this is their one chance to to win the league because of where they find themselves. Okay. So they will do anything possible, anything within their means. Mm. Everybody mm. will leave their all in making sure that they actually mm. win this trophy. Wow. Because this, this, this is their one chance. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. I was listening to one uh, one uh, first program where mm. the one uh, guy on mm. all was saying that mm-hmm. if United, because at, the, at that time United were going to play City, yeah, he mentioned that if United beat City, mm. if uh, if United beat City, mm-hmm. and then the game against uh, uh, the game against uh, between uh, Arsenal and Spurs, mm. Spurs can go and bring Prime Ronaldo and Messi and <laughs> into the team. Arsenal still beat them, uh. and it was true. And it was true because once the, the logic the logic there was true because once Man United beat Man City, that means that there's an opportunity for uh, for Arsenal to widen the gap. So for any sort of opportunity that they will take to widen the gap, yeah. they do it. Okay. So and that is and that is how that is exactly how they played against us. Now on against United. Mm. Yeah, I guess United. I think when we when we spoke the last last week, I actually said that I, I saw Arsenal winning the game, especially because United were with that Arsenal. So 
I think rightly so. Arsenal were right to beat Man United when there was no Casemiro. Because even for Arsenal, they didn't have um, Thomas Partey and Martin Odegaard turn up for the game. They, 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 were, they were just kind of like passers by. Yeah, they were for the average on that day. Yeah. Yes. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the other players the other players were up to it. So that's what, that's what it, it, it tells you that they actually mean it. Okay. Now, uh, back, back to the CVR people. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Napoli. Napoli yeah. are looking at this and then they are, they are looking at this. They are like, mm-hmm. ah, Lazio beat Milan. This is a perfect time to, to go. Yeah. And mind you, mind you, Napoli has lost only one game this season. Okay. They've lost only one game. Mm-hmm. And Just like I mean, us now, yeah. They, they could keep going. They could keep going. Probably, I, I'm looking at it as a maybe they'll lose. At, uh, at least three games, and then that 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 would be it, and they win the league. That is how I see it. So I think at this point, uh, it would just to lose. If they do lose, then that means that they, I don't think they would ever <laughs> they would ever win a, a Premier League like um, a Scudetto in probably like the next twenty years. Twenty years, <laughs> man. You will know that. I think since Maradona, they even won yet. And that is like 1983, 1984. I think I can't, if I can yeah. remember correctly. So it's been a long time yeah. since Napoli. Yeah. That was the last time I ever won a Scudetto. Yeah. Uh, when Maradona has passed away, yeah. I think for, I, I don't know how many years, but I think it's been about five years or so. Maradona, um, I think he passed yeah. away last year or when. Was it? Yeah, I think Maradona passed away little, decently. What of the, I can't even remember. I think that was the last year. Last year when they even named him. But let's just let's just think about when they do not do when they Maradona retired from football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. one there. It is seven eighty nine that side or ninety two somewhere. But it's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, bro. Yeah. What what I think brave. What I can just also ask before I can wrap up is that these teams, Arsenal and Napoli, their players are. Like they're all going all out for it, even though it's just 19 games so far, half of the half of the season. But it's all about the momentum, and the momentum is high for each of them. Osimhen is scoring; he's currently the top scorer in the in the series. Uh, no African has won that particular award before, so let's see how it ends for him. And then, even though there are no goals, uh, from it from a number nine per se in from Arsenal, but Anketia, uh, Saka, Martinelli, and uh, Odegaard are all coming through with the goals. Maybe if Chelsea can spend big to catch up, maybe next season. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> next season, next season, Chelsea. I'm I'm saying is I think I don't think Chelsea will be able to catch up to the project that has not built so far at the moment. In next season, Chelsea will need more than just next season to be able to to replicate. Okay, Charlie. Thank you so much. Uh, it's it's always been good. Talk with you or uh, discuss. I know one day when I have to drag you, I have to find a way to bring you into the studio so that we can have you in the studio to help us with a discussion. But we've been talking to Lim Ju. Lim Ju is the owner and actually produces sports analysis content on the Touchline Live channel on YouTube. So you can search Touchline Live on YouTube. You can watch all his videos. Uh, Lim Ju, I want to appreciate you for sharing your insights and your time with us here on the sports segment on the. Uh, cubicle on Canada's radio. Thank you so much, bro. 
Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure, Alan. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so this is where we end our conversation right here. On the cable call, this has been the sports review segment with me, Lance Haruna. I've been here with DJ Chow and I'm speaking to Lim Joe, who has been giving me all his insights on the Chelsea signings, Manchester United for Marcus Rashford, and even the Black Stars job, uh, coach's job, and then the Black Glasses at Chan at Algeria. Stick and stay with us. You can find this show and all our other shows on our website at www.ganatosradio.com. You can also download our app on all app stores. Uh, including Huawei, App Gallery, uh, App Store, Google Play, everywhere you go, Amazon, you find our app, download it, and then you can always listen to Ganatos Radio wherever you are across the globe. Uh, stick and stay. Today is Thursday. We have Odomon Sam in the evening with DJ Champ and Home Metro Media. But before then, there's music and music and music with DJ Champ. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ecstatic, maybe. Yeah. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. Ghana Talks Radio, in a mix, in a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio.